0: what up everyone welcome again to another episode from my mom's garage as always this is your host tony with my boy nicky what up people what's going on what's going on before we kick off this episode just want to give you a shout out to ben that joined us on the previous episodes talking about sagoi expo it's a cool japanese anime convention going on in orlando at the double tree across from universal studios september 9th through the 11th Look out for that episode Check it out A lot of great informations. But like that How you been Nick?
1: I've been good I've good. been alright I've been good. alive 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 I check every day And I wake up I'm alive Check a pulse Yep It beats <laughs> Beats Yeah poop yep. I'm good I'm alive
0: So um, as some people Might have seen Or, or saw that We are in uh, TikTok now So we do have a few Few posts Coming up and then we were talking about people that have Their rarest and uh, Most expensive items And I, I brought up a great conversation That we had earlier that I wanted to ask you I Thought of a question that I Asked you because a lot of people usually Correlate the most rarest with the most expensive But they usually don't tie together At the same time because Something that has only five issues out Won't be cost as much as something Like a number one issue of Spider-Man like that So and this is a question I think I I think we kind of touched bo- touched on, but I wanted to bring it up and so people to hear and share with you everybody. So, what would you and uh, what is your top? Do you correlate your top five favorite movies to movies that impacted you on your perspective
1: and how you see life? I I choose them based on how I how I feel after I finish watching them. You know, like. Because there's movies that, like, so, for example, based on what you said, the movie that, one of the the movies that have altered my perspective. Yes. But also one that is one of my top favorites is actually Garden State. So, like, one of the altered my perspective completely was Revolver, which ultimately I wouldn't say was one of the best movies, but it did have the most impact on me. But, you know what I'm saying? So it doesn't fall into that category, but it did have the most impact on me. But as far as the movie that had the most impact and was one of my favorites, it would be... um, Garden State.
0: Garden State that overlaps both.
1: Yes. Only because I enjoyed the movie. It was funny. It was entertaining. But, I, and I saw myself in the movie, which, you know, it's, that's what most people like to watch when they're going to movies. They want to either feel like they're not themselves or feel like they are.
0: Yeah. You
1: know what I'm saying? You want something that either speaks to you, you know, in a way, because you feel like it connects to you or, or another way, just how you ultimately end up feeling at the end of it. Because, You know, I think movies are like when people talk about movies. I think it's almost like your song. You pick a song that best fits the mood that you're in. Yeah. You want to feel. You want to go to the gym and kill it. You go watch Three Hundred. You know. You want
0: to. If I want to go to the gym and kill it, I think. I don't. I'm trying to think of what movie I would watch. What What you would watch Three Hundred? I guess it's most
1: like most. um,
0: Mine would be. uh, I want to say Rocky, but I will say Creed. Creed One. Really? I, I don't know. I I, I like his training montage in that one.
1: You know, that's one thing that I've a, always been obsessed with, especially during this weight loss, is uh, trying to figure out if I wanted to sh- one film uh, my own montage and like what uh, like I started doing research on the best uh, movie montages. Yes, because most movie montages are not based on transformation; it's based on skill set, right? You know, yeah. like you get better at what you're doing. One of the best ones. One of the best ones I think is always the one that was filmed here in Orlando.
0: Never back down.
1: Yeah. Really? You don't think so? I always thought it was cool.
0: No, I like my favorite uh training montage was No Retreat, No Surrender.
1: No, I think that was just the funniest. Thing. <laughs> it was it was out Like there. I I'm I'm to this day flabbergasted the fact that people watched that like people that filmed it watched it and saw nothing wrong with it. Of and, course. And just thought this is one. a legitimate training session. Yes. Where the guy literally balances his best friend in front of his crotch while he lifts him up above the ground. I don't know. It's just <laughs> pelvic thrust. Pelvic thrust. Yeah. Pelvic like thrust. And the guy it's and the it's thing all is abs. It's all abs baby. It's one thing to for the guy. I mean, it's one thing for the exercise, right? Yeah. You know, well fine, the exercise maybe have some merit. <clears throat> but why is the guy sitting there licking a lollipop like he's having the best day of his life? It was just the weird. Was it a combination. No, it was ice cream. Ice cream, yeah. It was Why cream. was he like why was that combination of everything put together like and thought this was a good idea?
0: I don't, I don't know. They were like, like let's, let's put something together. It was is. like a lunch break. I think they were like during the lunch break. Like, hey, I have a perfect idea. You haven't eaten ice cream. Just chill on top of him, like you're on a bench.
1: And you but just this was like, you know, I, and I could and I could say dated uh, stuff like that. Like certain things are maybe dated, right? Some things are like at the time maybe it was cool, whatever. Now, which there was a scene in the movie where he's exercising using the 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 springs. Remember those things that they used to be? Yeah, the punching strings. Yeah, like where you would stretch them out. There were springs you literally pulled apart kind of like the way we use rubber bands now, but these yeah. were like actual metal springs. This guy had two or three attached to the wall and he would just punch across the wall. Yeah, That's dated. That's not something you would do now, but you can see, you know, the relevance of it. But that scene right there, right there, just that one scene where he's, where that whole thing is occurring, or even, let's let's get that beyond that, because that's the most ridiculous scene. But even the other one where he's doing abs and, you know, and he keeps on hitting his back against the board, attached to the hoop yeah and, but then when he comes back up he has this like weird kind of like you know you know jazz hands situation where he just like you know he does it he does you know you do abs you curl up when he curls out he goes further out and then he puts his hands out like you know jazz, hands. Hands. <laughs> yeah. jazz hands like i'm like who aesthetically thought this was the best whoever, way to do whoever this? was the coordinator for that I was like, let's do this i got this
0: it was where did you learn your training i was like uh <laughs> the The performing school of dance. That's where I got
1: it. That's where I got it. Oh man, so it was it was an interesting was jazz choices, choices for that. But yeah, I've always liked movies with those. But um, no. When it come back to your original question, yeah, it's um, it's, it's weird. It was because like no movies that have impact on you are because it's almost like a message you needed to hear at the right time. Yeah, okay. but that doesn't mean those movies. You know, once you get that message, it doesn't mean that it's always going to deliver that message. Maybe you watch it a lot. Because you want the, the message to remind you over and over again, mm-hmm. so that's fine. But no, sometimes it's just movies how you feel. Like certain people will have a favorite sad movie because they like that feeling. Like you know something. You know it's almost like sometimes we 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 get to like release some of that. I guess sad. Okay, news, talking about sad right? movies. Yeah, yeah,
0: no, no. Going into from that question to this. So what is what would be what would you consider your um, your favorite genre? And what would be a a genre that you you usually gravitate towards?
1: So my favorite genre is horror. Um, I always have always been obsessed with horror just because I love the storytelling. I don't necessarily like the gore specifically, but I always like the storytelling in in horror movies. Uh, Ever since uh, Tales from the Crypt and all these different things, Mm -hmm. I've just always been obsessed with it. Um, However, the other part, I gravitate towards sci-fi. Okay. Just because again It does Take you out of A fantasy world No I just It proposes Like it allows me to It proposes questions That lets me think Like um, Again another show Reference was uh, uh, um, I forgot I think it was Beyond something Oh man I'm blanking on it But there was a show They used to watch Where it was like These these little uh, um, Short uh, episodes That they would just Propose these questions About like you know About technology And society And stuff like that And you know it's
0: the Outer I love Limits?
1: That. The Outer Limits, yes. That was one, yeah. Um, and I like that. I like him
0: good on that one. I was like, eh. I, I, I remember.
1: <laughs> but that's the thing. Those are, but that's why I like sci-fi because it, it allows you to kind of explore thought <clears throat> process and questions and, and like things that maybe are not possible now yeah. and the possibility of them happening later. But I've always just been obsessed with sci-fi, even supernatural. Um, I think that's what it is. I've always been obsessed with sci-fi and supernatural, which I think those are the two elements of horror and obviously sci-fi.
0: Yeah, that's that has a, that perfect a little bit of a perfect balance in between both. Yeah. Mine would be uh, the ones that I usually my favorites is comedy. I don't know what it is. I just love different ranges of comedy. Like it could be a rom com, a bro com, uh, just a stand up comedy, or even just any type of comedy I'm into. But what I gravitate towards, which is weird, I don't know, not weird, but it always gets me. It's a uh, coming of age stories. It doesn't matter if it's like a teenage one or even adult later in life. I'm like I just love. I always gravitate like towards Like 40-Year-Old Virgin? Like, for, yeah, 40-Year-Old Virgin is, like, a, a great example of a coming-of-age uh, comedy.
1: It's so funny. Like, um, I, so I, I, I do get, because I, I do like coming-of-age movies, too. Um, but it's funny, because you mentioned comedy, because uh, I do, like, what comedies as far as something to, like, kind of fall back on. Like, I just watch and just whatever. But you want to hear the funniest part? You know what my comfort comedies are? What? Like, ones that I just watch, and let it, like, over and over again because it's fun to watch. Still, no, no, no. But listen, it's um, uh, it's uh, the all the uh, Mon Waynes, um, Wayne's, uh, the Waynes Brothers, uh, scary movie or haunted house. Oh, so even the even in comedy I like horror. Even in comedy I love horror. <laughs> um, so yeah, I like. <clears throat> or remember Hell Hellblazers? Yes, that's another comfort movie I watch every so often too. That's funny. Um, even
0: in horror, even in comedy, you like to see it horror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. So okay. Horror, horror like, think time. about it. One of my
1: favorite shows too, is, or yes. movies and shows, was Ash versus Evil Dead. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. All right, so uh, let's get into some topics. What let's, you got for me, man?
0: Let's, let's, let's uh, so, <clears throat> Cinemark uh, recently announced that they're going to be filing for Chapter Eleven. This is a, this is a double news combo to talk about it. So, mm-hmm. Cinemark filed for as as uh they publicly say they're uh, planning to file for chapter 11 uh to liquidate some of their assets um, and then restructure their business plan to be more suitable to what they're planning to do next strategically. Mm-hmm. At the same time, we get movie passes coming back which failed horribly back in like 2017 or 2019. So I'm like I'm trying to be like Alright so if they're Trying to read Like they They're indicating For being Cinemark like A large uh, Movie production Movie distributing um, Company To be like I'm filing For chapter 11 Because it, it They're not making money mm-hmm. And For At some degree But then movie pass Is like you know It's a great time To do the movie pass
1: And I'm like Why One It's wh- the same logic People have When they hit up A like when a guy knows he's got friend zone and still happens to contact the same girl and ask her out, like you, already you got your answer. Three like, years later. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Hey, what, what you doing? Like, you know, where it's going to go, you know, what's going to happen. It's, but you can't help but can, again. Try to shoot your shot. Like, no.
0: Yeah. So if people don't, if, <laughs> if some people don't remember movie pass yeah. was a subscription based, uh, movie going experience. So you pay, I think it was 10 bucks a month. And you were allowed to watch one movie a day
1: for the month. Which they died because everybody just decided to come up with their own. No, here's here's what the thing was. First, they they built up
0: to three million subscribers within the first year. But because they were just paying ten bucks a month mm-hmm. and, and they have to cover for the cost of distributing and people going to the movies, they over they they spent all their cash flow. So quickly They, they just lost other, They had to spend every All the cash was coming out For the paying for distribution For all the theaters That people were going to So they were They, they expended all their They depleted everything That they had Because they had a, All their cash flow went out So that's why they failed Also Because they, they couldn't keep up With well, the for, cost of Of the demand That they were providing You provide, think about the, what the they did, were though, providing.
1: But you think about what they did They came out with First of all a subscription service that's cheaper than an r- average ticket anywhere in the country. Yes, because average ticket anywhere in the country is way more than ten dollars. It's not like a like some places it's like, like twelve bucks. Some it's places twelve bucks, but then let's say you think about New York, it's like twenty. You know, something like that. Like, yeah. so you think about an average nationwide, it's not ten bucks. It's it's more. So all and you have no limitations, no limitations on how many times a person can go. Yeah, you only had one. You could do one a day, but for thirty days, you go watch no, thirty movies. But no, they they were doing one. That was no, it wasn't one a day. I don't believe. Yeah. No, it, like, at really? the start of it, it was one
0: movie a day. I
1: thought it was like like you can go multiple times. No, it was one movie a day. Okay, but
0: here, but even that, you're talking about at least three thousand dollars if somebody
1: goes one a day. And the thing is, is Wait. that people are like that. Like if you think about the people that were prescribed to it, it's because they like go to the three
0: hundred dollars. I'm sorry. Think
1: about it. somebody goes to the movies once a month. What's the point? They're not going to do that. You know, for them, they're going to be like, this, what's the point of having it? Um, but you think of the people that are really into movies, they brag about watching the same movie hundreds of times. Yeah. So those are the hardcore prescriptions subscriptions that you're going to get. <clears throat> of course, they're going to abuse it because they have an opportunity to abuse it. Of course, they're going to do it. Yeah, we had. We did that. Yeah, we're going every week to the movies.
0: And that's only because we were just going once a week because of movie openings. But there was times where we were going like twice a week. But even that, and, and think about it. Well, what did they had to cover? If they were like, "Hey, ten bucks a month gives you one movie a day," but if you go thirty days every day, that's like three hundred bucks. But remember when they
1: started adding the limitations? Like, I think later they started saying you can only watch one movie a week. Yeah,
0: no, two movies a week. They did no, no. no, no like,
1: if you watch the one movie, you can't watch the same movie again. Like that.
0: Oh, they did, that was like way to the end. All yeah, like yeah, the Yeah, that's, that's but, when they were
1: desperate to try to keep people. Yeah, because
0: like, at first it was one movie a day. Then they were like, "Oh, we're only doing three movies, three or four movies a week." Then they were like, Oh, two movies a week, but you can't watch the same movie at the same month.
1: Oh, and then it started getting to the point where you can't watch new movies. Yeah, you'd be like, it has has, be like has to be it has
0: to be a week old or two weeks old. Yeah. And but then at that point, that's when AMC pass came out. Cinemark had their own. Uh, Regal had their own their own subscription. Which they were all like
1: each one had their benefits. But they also ultimately, even at the end, they all ultimately offered more than the movie that pass, movie pass was offering at the time. So yeah,
0: so now the the plan right now what they have is, as far as I know, is a ten dollar, twenty dollar, and a thirty dollar plan. So it's it's a it's, it's it's a upscale it's a scaling a scaling uh, people don't, don't do movies
1: like that anymore. And that's the thing is I think that let's say the restructuring should be, and I've said this before, that the restructuring should be something like that. They start it's some, it starts becoming more of like almost like concerts, like you start preparing your movie theaters specifically for events rather than just a weekly service where everybody just comes out because think about it even even good movies look uh like even good movies you just kind of like well you know you can just wait like you know it has to be something where you know everybody's going to spoil it if you wait that's the kind of movie that that you won't wait to to watch at home yeah because you you know people are going to watch it and then go on online and spoil it other movies you know like we're with lower kind of like expectations or like that, we don't talk about it like that. So you can wait. You can be like, ah, I can wait a week. I can wait two weeks. Oh yeah, know, of course. But that's the thing. So the movies used to be literally like, oh, I have to watch the, I, this rom-com. I'm watching it day one. Yeah. Ain't nobody going to the theater for my rom-com right now. I'm mean, unfortunately, it's, I, I remember those days because there used to be rom-coms, high budget rom-coms all the time, but now you don't hear about that. No, so, you don't. Not at all. But I think that movie theater should start preparing for more of a, like, le- like big event situations, like um, almost like, um, Um, like obviously like Marvel movies or DC movies, where it's like, you know, everybody's going to come and watch it at the same time.
0: Yeah, no, but let's see what happens. Uh, I don't know how many people would sign up for it, but let's see.
1: But all right, let's next topic
0: is Disney. Disney just recently. I want to get your take on this. So we we had the horrible version and I know we you're going to see where it leads into. We had the horrible version of the Mark Wahlberg Planet of the Apes. Yeah. Then we had the trilogy with followed the Caesar. Yes. With the last planet uh, Planet of the Apes trilogy. Yeah. So Disney is rebooting it and making a brand new series, a brand new trilogy or a movie right now so far of Planet of the Apes. Okay. What are your thoughts on that?
1: I want a new story. I'm like, like, I, the thing is, I'm still waiting for Willow. Like, whatever happened, the Willow ever come out?
0: It hasn't come out yet. I think it comes out in November.
1: Like, I like that. Like, yeah, nobody's talked about Willow in forever. So, bringing that to life, especially in a TV show form, I think is a wonderful idea. But, I don't know, when it comes to, you know, Planet of the Apes, it's almost like, okay, we got the original movie. That was called Classic. We got the Mark Wahlberg one, which didn't work out. And At it, all it what, Was it Abraham Lincoln as a monkey Was it Yeah but And the sad thing is Is that they had a lot of consideration In that movie I, I just think the story itself Didn't fit But they had a lot of consideration For the actors The way they did Their role The way they, they moved The outfits I thought it was beautiful All that stuff they did But mm-hmm. it didn't work out ultimately Which is fine And then you had the one with Caesar Which the trilogy Which was fucking amazing Yeah it was a great trilogy I don't know if I, well, I would say the ending You know Was perfect for me but the, Caesar it did was a explain great, a lot though but
0: Caesar was a great protagonist in this whole trilogy yeah
1: it was it was interesting I, I like part one definitely love part two part three is it, it was good I don't know what I, I want to say is the best but it was it was good um but that's that was way better than anything before that so yeah, of course I don't know if I want to see it again like it was it's almost like um they did Lord of the Rings right they did a great job at Lord of the Rings as far as yeah the movie right okay and then Everything they've been coming out with has been kind of, like, extended universe of it, right? But if they just came out right now and said, we're going to remake you Lord of the rings, you kind of like, but they already did it well. Like, why, yeah. we gonna, like, why would you want to do it again?
0: Yeah, I don't know how the, what type of perspective they will try to use to lead this into. Is it, because um, the first one is that he traveled to another planet, but it was actually.
1: I remember that one, yeah.
0: It, it was actually it the earth. was Earth, earth, it was earth, earth at, at a different time, and the last trilogy was the evolution of the how the monkeys were and yeah, and, and how, apes and, 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 and how the uh, how
1: humans uh, kind of fell on, like under like monkeys as far as like uh, as far as on on the food how, chain and the chain. Yeah, the food because chain. Because obviously, you know, the whatever that some kind of disease caused them to lose intelligence. Yes. Yeah.
0: I remember that So now this one I don't know if they. I think they might go back into That they They might trap Do space travel And they land on a planet Like that But not make it as It was like Oh you've been in the, You've been on Earth the whole time
1: Well not try to give them the twist At the end Not give them the twist So literally legitimately go to another planet? planet
0: Thinking That they're they're on their planet But it's not
1: so, basically, completely changed the ending of the original movie. Yes.
0: But the, the, the trilogy, the last trilogy, didn't even touch on they were on a different planet.
1: It's just no, 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 they didn't. They they. Well, I mean, they, they were on the same planet. They yeah. were. And ultimately speaking, you know, if you wanted to make a sequel to all that, where somebody landed there, mm-hmm. and they disco- even though you as an audience knows, you know, where they're at, and they discovered they were on, on Earth, that's interesting. However... Because that, that basically all the, the the Caesar stuff was a prequel you know it was done yeah as, it, that, that could all be you argued pre- as a prequel, prequel to the original um but I don't know the remake of it I don't know like I, I just feel like or, I, want a, or I want a new story let's or see if they story. reverse it like let's see if they're evolved highly evolved
0: monkeys that that travel to a planet and it's primitive like they're all humans.
1: Or what? what about if uh, highly evolved monkeys go back in time and they're trapped by the humans and then they, the monkeys are telling them, listen, we're your future. Yeah. And they like, they won't believe it, the argument. So it could kind of be kind of an interesting take on it. Well, you take this sci-fi, imagine making a court, a court drama. Oh. Where it's like what? They, they, they try to argue the like. They try to argue that this is like they're from the future. Nobody wants to believe them.
0: Yes, I don't know. Well, I just an what take it, well, all right. Here's, here. I like that idea of that it's time travels. They go back in time, and they're like they go into the primitive side, which would be like current day now. But they were like we're you in the future. But what if they're the, the cause of what happens and how they got evolved? They es- uh, um, escalated the uh, the accelerated. The, the process Because it went further back Than they expected to
1: Like somehow Like, like there was At the end they re- You realize that they Ended up bringing the disease Faster Yes But they still Kind of had the disease It was going to
0: happen eventually But they They came two Three hundred years earlier They than actually
1: tried Maybe they tried to prevent it Be like listen You know We are happy We're evolved, But we did not want to cause The downfall of the human race So we wanted to come back And save the human race You know whatever And it will
0: ultimately Cause the downfall to it
1: Exactly Sign us, guys. <laughs> Disney, well, sign the, Disney. The Wait, problem, this is just a
0: rough trap. But you yeah, know yeah. what
1: the problem is going to ultimately be, though?
0: Isn't it feel like t- Terminator?
1: Yeah. Look at that. I thought the same exact thing and not even, you know. <laughs> I, I think the people are going to basically make that argument. Like, oh, but this is basically Terminator.
0: But this is going be better.
1: But then, you know, you can't really make that argument only because that's like saying every time travel movie where people try to prevent something from happening is Terminator. True. Terminator is the and most synonymous with that storyline, but that doesn't necessarily it is, mean that. So, so
0: many times that I feel like it coined that term a little bit.
1: Mm-hmm. But it was an inter- it would be an interesting take. I don't know if I like it. Like I just feel like there's so many other stories we wanna we can come bring back. Mm-hmm. Like why bring like that's what I'm saying. Why do we keep on going back to the same exact stuff? Like there's gotta be other worlds we can try to explore, other things we can get into. Remember a movie called uh, "Disturbing Behavior"?
0: Yes, with uh, Shia LaBeouf.
1: No, that's no. not Shia LaBeouf. No, no, Shia LaBeouf was not even relevant no. at that time. I think he was doing. That's with the. Uh, he was Jeff doing the show. No, no, it, I'm. Um, I think it has the guy who played uh, um, Cyclops in the original X Men.
0: Disturbing Behavior.
1: Yeah, it had Katie Holmes. Oh yes, that essentially is a kind of a. a, a that is kind of a sequel to uh, uh, Clock, Clock uh, Clockwork Orange, right? So why and the thing is it was done so uh, done to a certain degree where you really didn't make that association. So why not bring that back? Why not bring that to the fold with a different uh, perspective?
0: That 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 would be good.
1: So that's the thing. There is a lot of content that exists, especially movie wise, that we can bring back that maybe doesn't have a story that was. Even movies that weren't, weren't that popular, like, imagine, or oh, oh, even better, imagine a world, imagine a TV show uh, exploring Total Recall, the world. Yeah. Like a world where basically you don't have to actually do anything. The night even Total Recall is, say, talking about specific people that, that were in the original, but like a world where you literally can implant memories into yourself so never have to have the experience. Oh, shit. Exactly, because that's what that, that movie in, in touches on. Yeah. Where,
0: so, like, no, 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 of course. But so we could keep moving on. So the next one would be mm-hmm. HBO Max. And they announced that they're revealed that they're doing a Christmas story sequel. And it's going to be called A Christmas Story Christmas. So, yes. Yeah, is so it
1: th- me? I feel like Christmas Story already has a sequel. It does. It does, right? As it has a but, Christmas story too. Well, is it a Christmas story? No. There was one that was over the summer. I remember one summer story. I remember one that was like Fourth of July, and it was very similar in the storytelling. And I swear it was the same episode, same people. And I don't know one hundred percent if it was that one, but it felt like it was using the same exact characters and the same exact storytelling way to do it. And it was, I was, I know it was based in summer, not not Christmas, but I could be wrong. But you said that there was a Christmas story too. Why? is So. Why is this one coming out? Like, was sorry to like like to. I think they're doing. Du-
0: uh, so what I think, and I and and I'm noticing is that a lot of movies that have that garnish this like cult following or classic. Um, then at the time, because they got so popular, they decided to do a sequel. But the sequel was shit. But they still produced it. That now, like 20, 30, 30, 40 years later, whatever it was, never happen. They're gonna cut do a sequel, a legacy sequel, cutting off after the first and disregarding the
1: second. So, uh, how they did it with Halloween.
0: Halloween. Mm-hmm. Uh, how they're doing, I, I don't know how they're gonna push this one if they're gonna include the second one into it. So, yes, like literally how they did with Halloween. Um, I know they. They didn't do it with Ghostbusters. There was another movie I know they did that they disregarded all the other movies and just picked up where the first one left off. So, yeah. So, I think I'm noticing that there's a pattern that's going to be coming out
1: with that. But you know what bothers me is like I really enjoyed...
0: Wait, didn't the Terminator do that? That They, this, they, they cut off after the second one. So, everything else like Salvation and we were just talking about Terminator too. The salvation and well, Genesis they didn't
1: really cut off after the second. They cut off that, yeah. They so this one will be cutting off after the, after the first one. So, but this case so, uh, Terminator Terminated did it but after
0: this part two. T- exactly. Two. This one is doing so it the after, only one. I don't know if this one's doing it after the first one.
1: Mm-hmm. So i yeah, so saying. They're arguing that the only ones in canon are um, part one, are part one and two, part three, and four, all that stuff was out of canon at that point. Yeah,
0: for Terminator mm-hmm. for Halloween is after the first one. Uh, this one i don't know how what they're gonna do um i know ghostbusters i think they included all three or all two of them Or uh, i think yeah, they yeah did a trilogy they, they, yeah they, they, include, they
1: went to they went to the original cast of
0: yeah mm-hmm. no but i think they they included all the other movies Part one and two too. not
1: not the not the
0: not the female mm-mm. recast lead they didn't do that
1: no because that's completely a different cast yeah so
0: but they did i didn't i don't know i never watched it
1: but i did okay I don't know if they they, so they weren't like they weren't relatives, I believe, of the original cast. They were just supposed to be the original cast. It was a reboot. Yeah. So no, it was only part one and two.
0: So yeah. So now with this legacy sequels, we're gonna see either if they're gonna include. I know they're doing a Honey I Shrunk the Kids again or something. So I don't know if they're gonna include Honey I Blew Up
1: the Kids. See, but that's, okay. So what I thought was funny when when you talking about Christmas story. And we 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 reviewed this movie, and I was like, "This seems like a good movie because it kind of, it's a modern day Christmas story. Christmas story, which is the one I think it was called Pixel, um, the one with Eight uh, Bit uh, Christmas. Eight Bit Christmas, yes, yes. That was a great kind of like um, reimagining, reimagining a Christmas story to a mo- to a more modern audience. Yes. Um. So I that's why I hate when they like, well, they just don't call, call, fall back to it, like where again can, the I original believe-
0: actor to come and pl- reprise his role well, too well not just
1: that but like for example no and, and this one they are okay but like for example like when you do reimagining is great you know it's cool like fast and furious technically is a re- to me has always been a reimagining of um breaking uh, well uh, the, first break. the first one first one was the <laughs> reimagining of point break the last one
0: the last one that went to space this one they're gonna write dinosaurs so what, what
1: kills me is when they do that and it's actually good or people like it but they feel like oh we can still make money off the original like okay you did a great job and kind of kind of reimagined it but you still want to come out like you almost like you still want to get the money directly off the original yeah so that's where you got point break the reboot then I don't know about you but I never watched it I don't know who watched it basically like nobody it. nobody paid attention to it so I don't know I feel like this one might go under the radar at this point because there are a lot of people that are nostalgic to it but I don't know like you literally have to be, have a huge budget for it it can't just be a reboot. It has to be has to be a full like all hands on deck reboot. Yeah. And that's the thing. I don't know if they're going to have like if they already think that they can make the money off of the namesake, they might not have. They might feel like they don't have to invest the money. And that's where they that's where these, these movies fall off. Yeah.
0: But that's the thing. What well, point break you had to invest the money on, on the story if you're trying to make a reboot Because that movie that The title alone Doesn't carry itself as But much that's the way. thing is that
1: that's, They do that They look They think the title alone Carries a weight And it
0: don't <laughs> So right.
1: That's what I'm saying So like If this movie basically Has a less budget Or less confident uh, Casting And storytelling Than 8-Bit Christmas Then no It's not gonna make anything
0: Oh yeah It's not I don't I, Well it's, it's on It's gonna be on Disney On HBO Max So Yeah but the thing well,
1: is Is that Movies can disappear in HBO Max
0: Oh, we see already we're already seen a few movies got
1: fallen off. Like uh Warner
0: Brothers, because I know the, with HBO Max, they just announced they had that reboot for Pet Cemetery. If I'm, if I was, no, no, Salem's Lot. Okay, they were having a, a, a reboot for Salem's Lot, and now it's off the docket if, if it's going to be released in theaters.
1: I yeah, swear, Warner I
0: Brothers is just fucking fucking with the calendar next, everywhere.
1: The next five years, when it comes to movie making, it's going to be all over the place. Because they're, they're trying to find it the, because they know the movie theater isn't where it used to be. And that's where they made the majority of the movies. So now they kind of have to figure out their footing, like what's going to happen. They're like they try to embrace the new the new stuff, but then they can't help letting all the old stuff because they know the old stuff make more money. Yeah. So now it's like the, everybody's scrambling to try to figure out where the future is going to be. I feel like that's what it feels like.
0: Yeah, no, it's true. So I got you. All right, so last thing, and and it
1: was just released today,
0: and let's talk about this was the new trailer for the Disney Plus live action Pinocchio movie. Um, I at mm-hmm. first I was skeptical because a lot of the tra- a lot of the tra- teasers that builds up to it had like Jiminy Cricket, Geppetto, Tom Hanks as Geppetto, which I love Tom Hanks being casted as Geppetto, mm-hmm. hands down. Then a lot of speculation is like, how is he going to look? How is Pinocchio going to look? Because I know they had a had one a few years back, probably like eight years back that they did a remake, and he looked very... It was a wooden, wooden figure, mm-hmm. wooden boy. And this one comes out, and it's just like... They just took the animated version and just put like 3D rendering all over it. Same color concept, so it's, it doesn't feel... I like that the 3D concept, but like it doesn't feel real in the universe that they're trying to place it on. Oh, well, well, you have talking wolves and everybody else. So, yes, but I feel like it's they. it looks too comical or like cartoonish.
1: I feel like Disney is trying to. Avoid the. um, Lion King problem where they went so good with the cgi and the, the voiceover and stuff like that but it was so good that people felt weird about like actual animals talking mm-hmm. and i think that was kind of like a disconnect that people had with that and i don't think it would have had to have had to had sorry i don't believe they would have had that same problem with this movie but i feel like the fear of that disconnect in that movie they felt like it was gonna happen with this one if they went too far so if they legitimately made him look like a real puppet they probably might have had that disconnect and probably that's why they were worried about because the way like you said you described it this doesn't even look like an actual puppet It does, this looks like a like a cartoon like a cartoon character in this world yeah so like they were super safe with the characters like everything was done so safely they weren't even trying to see how to make it live action they were just yeah. like how do we make it where we have human people on there, but we make it so that we still, like, the the cartoon. You know it's it's a cartoon. Exactly. You know you're watching the cartoon. And that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, the thing that got me was his eyes. Because, obviously, he's a puppet maker. He makes puppets. Like, why wouldn't you give him actual, like, you know, make the indention where he would have the eye socket and put actual eyes and go through the details. Like, make everything actually physically 3D. But no, it literally just looks like painted on eyes on a, yeah. you know, like on a piece of log. <laughs> exactly. So it's almost like he really didn't go into it. It was, it was done. That's the best way to safe. say it. they.
0: They just played it safe. They they were like, we're just gonna keep it yeah, simple. But then you might not
1: get as much people complaining, but you won't get as much people wanting to watch it.
0: Yes, I think they're gonna watch it just because the movie. But it's you're not. But there's nothing to get you're excited not, about. Other than, than Tom Hanks being Geppetto, there's not yeah, much, no, that's, out, not, that's that's much that's, not much out of that. That's what exactly. I'm saying. That's what I'm
1: saying. That that was the biggest move they made. And I think it was great. But I think everything else is gonna be like like for example, the most exciting part that I was not not just pop uh Pinocchio, but I was super excited to see um what he looked like when he turns into a donkey. It but is. now I really don't have that that same like desire. Like I'm like, okay, I'm gonna try, right. Yeah. Because, you know, based on the way they did it right now, I feel like this is going to be a super cartoony version of him. Yeah. It can, you know what it feels like? It feels like uh, um, um, Who Killed Roger Rabbit? Yes. And it should, we should be way beyond that level of. Because at least even in that movie, the whole point was that they were actual cartoons that lived in this world. That's it. So they were actually, they, they were fine to look like an actual cartoon, you know, paper cartoon living in this world. Yeah. But this is supposed to be like a real life, you know, thing. And they're like, like Chip and Dale more or yeah. less. It feels like, it, like to make them look, they feel like they're in this physical world. Yeah, and that's it. and the thing is, he wasn't a cartoon. He was an actual puppet. He was a physical puppet. Like, if it didn't look like, uh, um, what was that movie? Uh, Braun or uh, the Boy? Oh yeah, the Boy. If it didn't look like a puppet, like the Boy or Annabelle, like if those things look more realistic because they are. But you could have made him animated. Like, put it this. It's sad that uh, Chucky is more like <laughs> more real life than a good guy. Yeah, but and, and don't get mm-hmm. me wrong. I know that they didn't really do CGI as much. They mostly just got somebody hand know, puppets. A little purpose. No, no, they got little, they, they got I, little people.
0: No, they. Some, I thought they did hand puppets for a few of them. For Not them. really. They literally got. There was a few. They got there's an actor
1: who's famous for for actually being Chucky. Yeah. I
0: thought that I knew that, but I thought there were some scenes that they just hand Maybe. I
1: mean, obviously, there's some scenes where he's literally pieces of a person; he's not even a whole person. But yeah, and I think the last couple of movies, there was more CGI because it was more facial movements. Yeah, but you know, like I'm saying, is like even even the CGI version of that one. Let's say the TV show. Let's say the CGI and that TV show. There's more real life CGI that's more realistic than obviously that movie
0: that fits more into that world. Than exactly. It. Yeah. I understand what you're saying, and, and and I think that was my only thing with, with this. Even though he, it looks just like it, they pulled it off and out of the original animated movie. I'm like, at least give it a little bit of treatment. Like you're pushing. The, I know you're trying to make everything live action. I know like how you said like they were worrisome some of the success of how good they did, the Lion King. But at the same time, like you need to push the envelope a little bit. You need to push it to be like, it fits within this world. So. I think
1: that's the problem is that we don't even know where we're going with CGI anymore because then you have, you have, I mean, because I didn't think anything too much about, I thought the Lion King was a great movie, like, but good. Mm-hmm. But I get that they went so realistic that it doesn't even look like they have emotions anymore. But this isn't like, um, like, it just, I don't know. I, I just feel like they they went safe. They were like, well, let's not go that far. Yeah. Like they went super safe with with all the characters and I'm like, That's what's going to make it disappointing was like the whole point of watching a live action is to watch a live action.
0: Yeah. So we just, we don't want a a mixed bag right now, but that's what we're going to get. But let's see what what happens when it comes out. I'm still going to watch it either way. But just like that, guys, thank you so much to tuning into our latest episodes from my mom's garage. As always, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and now TikTok at, from my mom's garage Or you can email us At fmmgpodcast At gmail.com As always Tell a friend Send a friend Bring a friend See you next week